0: We'll you I know I can speak for myself here, but struggling to manage all the things on the farm and get stuff done in an efficient, timely manner sometimes can just be daunting tasks. Have you heard what we're talking about on the insiders this month or for the month of May? It's a good one. It's so good. We're digging
1: into efficiency on our farms and we can all take a lot of notes and learn this is an evolving thing that we're constantly dealing with. And it's so important because it will help you save time, money, and help you create more balance in your business and personal life, which is what we're all striving for.
0: So, I have a feeling that May is for you. This month on The Insiders, we are digging into topics like finding efficiencies in your life, in your business, time tracking, time studies, lean farming, money-saving tips for bouquet making, and what the heck is shrink and How do we manage it?
1: So Friday, May 5th is the last day to join. So we will see you in The Insiders. I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the
0: profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business.
1: Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you
0: create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the Dirt on Flowers. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Dirt on Flowers. We're almost to episode 52, which makes it a year. I think this is 51. I think if I'm like – I know. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. I just think – remember we were sitting in your office space and (laughs) – My sunroom. Yes. Yeah, your sunroom. (laughs) Rosy. The pug yeah. just <sighs> snoring in the background. In the background. Daisy <laughs> walking. in our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God. You were like wanted to die. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> like, we're gonna have four people that listen <laughs> to this. I and know. we just hit a hundred thousand downloads. I we're know over that now. Yes, I know. I'm really proud of us. I know it's a vanity metric, but we didn't even it know is. we don't even know if that's good actually. We don't no, we're not know. sure. It just <laughs> sounds like just right in the like beginning we like, say how like what how do we know what's good? I'm like I don't right. I don't know. We still don't, but it feels good to us. That feels that just means mm-hmm. that you're listening in and tuning in. And then if you're new to the podcast, go back, listen to those early episodes, and then fast forward and listen now, you're going to think we are so good. Like, yeah, we we're sound we're really so got a lot better. The mic
1: game has more, stepped up oh, a little yeah. bit. Just more comfortable. Yeah. With mis- making mistakes and all that. Sure. You know, it's just that's just part of it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we f- recorded that first episode, we were like still doing the editing. Now one of Lindsay's employees, Emily, does the editing for us, which is so wonderful. But yeah. I remember we were no, we would send we were sending it off to somebody to edit mm-hmm. up through Fiverr or something like that. And she sent it back and I'm listening to it and I like had a complete meltdown because <laughs> I could hear the dog. <laughs> barking in the background and I'm like messaging the Fiverr person. I'm like, hey, can we – is there any way we could take this out? And she's like, I can't. I can't take it out. It's like, why you guys are talking? I'm like, no. Lizzie's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay,
0: fine. <laughs> it's I'm like, fine.
1: It, it is just like we're just rolling with it. But yeah, yeah. a lot of change. I mean, we still have interruptions and stuff.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's been – it's just been a really fun journey, um, mm-hmm. getting to meet new people and yes, just the the way that the our dreams even for this podcast mm-hmm. and what we want to do has changed. So uh, we launched the Insiders, mm-hmm. which would have been in February, and has just completely exceeded. I'm yes. emotional. Sorry. <laughs> um Exceeded our expectations yeah. of mm-hmm. um, what we thought. Man. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys have been so amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, and so grateful. And so, if you're not with us on the insiders today, is the last day. I am not crying to get your sympathy to join. But man, we're having fun. Okay, <laughs> that we are just taking a deeper look at one theme mm-hmm. every month. So we've done marketing January. We did uh, profit. So talking about how to incorporate profit into your business, and it was a big. No, was it January? It was February. February. Sorry, yeah, February. It was February. It was a big topic for people who were like, okay, we're new in business. What are y'all doing? Um, But they hung on. We turned the fire hose. Back that they were drinking from just to get you like, we want you to have a successful business that's profitable. You know, So we're kind of just sharing a little bit of the things that we've done along the way, listening into the podcast, just digging a little bit deeper. We have monthly live Q&A at the end of the month that you guys submit your questions for. Shannon and I pop in unfiltered, uncut. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're kicking extras to you each month. So we'll either have like extra podcast recording, we jump mm-hmm. on a live within the Facebook group. What else we Got on here. Bonus, yeah, just bonus yeah. content that we're mm-hmm. we're providing for you in questions. Well, and then it's a whole network of other marigolds, other supportive farmers that just want yes. everybody else to succeed and they're mm-hmm. learning from each other too. And it's it's I think that's why I get emotional, is just seeing like the supportive network of people that yeah. are joining us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely are are feeling the love from that. Yes. So if you yeah. are curious about it, you want to join, it's $20 a month. The cost of probably what you're selling a bouquet for. I really do feel like people are getting a lot from it. But anyway, I say all that to say today is the last day to join. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you want to see why I'm crying, hop on over. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: we're getting so much from it too. We are. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's why today we're talking about like what our year one looked like. And for me, it's Mm -hmm. like just getting a chance to like dive deeper with the insiders and just like really like feel – I like resonate with them so much because we were all there. Like we all had a year one, Mm
0: -hmm. a year
1: two. And it's just like it really has brought me down to be like, okay, like we – we are making a huge difference in what their year one. And we have always said it and we'll say it a million times over. We want to be what we, for you, what we needed in Mm -hmm. year one and year two. And I think, I hope that, and I know that we're making that kind of difference over at the Insiders. And it's just like at the podcast, you know, we are scratching the surface. We're giving you everything that we can here in such a broad sense. But the Insiders is really our opportunity to kind of like dive deeper and try to meet, meet all of our insiders where they're at. Yeah. And just like provide some kind of friendship and camaraderie too, because it can be lonely.
0: Yeah. This month we're talking in May is all about efficiency. And so that's just a lot of our podcasts this month are going to, topics are going to be themed on that too. Efficiency means money back in our pockets. So the more Mm -hmm. efficient we we are on the farm, the more uh, money is going to be back into your business. And so we're digging into that this month. So if efficiency sounds like yeah, I want more money mm-hmm. in my pocket. Consider joining us this month, and um, mm-hmm. you have to check it out. So, yes, today we are talking about year one of our farms because yes. we've had we've had some people ask, like, <laughs> what did it look yes. like? You know, we sit here and we talk about our employees and mm-hmm. the things we are, but it really was not all that long ago that no. we were in year one. Yes, and it's. It's it's good for us to go back and reflect to see like what are we still doing that we were doing Mm -hmm. in year one that still works, and then what have we changed? And like my business has changed so much from even like what I thought I was going to be doing to I wanted to have my barn. I don't don't think I've told you this, but I wanted to be a (laughs) venue, like a wedding venue. Oh yeah, I couldn't be further from that now. (laughs) Six, seven years later. I wouldn't touch that. I love my weekends. You know, I want my weekends. (laughs) So that's like my dreams have changed and yours Mm -hmm. are going to as well. Yes. I still have the same little yellow notebook that I started that I have wrote like the things that I want, like high level goals, like the -hmm. the big stuff. And I every year have like checked it off something. Mm -hmm. And that has been so fun to like add to, like where I wanted a cooler and I remember yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have a cooler. It was like uh, such uh, a game changer, you know, all yes. those moments. So mm-hmm. we're, we just want to share those things with you today. Talk about what our year one looked like mm-hmm. just so that you know, like we're not making this up. Yeah. You, we're, we're really trying to just tell you how we got, yes. got to where we are today <laughs> and we don't have it figured out. No. We're just going to tell you that for the millionth time. Yes. Okay. And, we yeah. Don't. I
1: think we hope that you find like comfort in in some of this too because we have said this a lot but don't compare your chat our chapter 10 to your chapter one and Mm. it's hard it's hard when you're seeing it out there on instagram and you're seeing the highlight reels and you're like oh i wish i could be this this and this but it's just so incredibly important to like even if you just look back and see how far you've come from like three months ago, yeah, your knowledge, the lessons, how things have changed on your farm, you know, how you're doing things different. I mean, I think we just need to like really give ourselves a pat on the back, give ourselves some encouragement. My mm-hmm. adoptive mom says give
0: ourselves a love sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: My adoptive mom is Lindsay's mom.
0: Yes. And if you would have lived, if you live closer, she would leave you little notes and actual like love sandwiches in your mailbox. Yes. Yeah. She's very, keeps me, keeps me sane. So (laughs) very much so. But okay. So what, like when you started, I don't, I don't know that I actually know this, like how big was your operation, right? We're calling it operation. Are we calling it? I don't know. How big was your plot? Yes. Was your, what, was your, what were you growing on?
1: Yeah. So when we first started, we had two acres that had been just basically farmed, like conventionally farmed from actually an Amish group around here that kind of rents different pieces and plots of land throughout the area to farm. And we had told them that, hey, which they also farmed the, the, property behind us that we eventually purchased. So they were doing the whole thing. And we didn't know what, first of all, we're like, what the heck are are we doing? But we told them, hey, we're just going to, our little two acres, you know, we're just going to, we don't know what we're going to do, but you guys don't have to farm that anymore. We're just going to figure out something for ourselves. So when we decided upon flowers, we're like, okay, well, which, which first of all, when you start, it's like hard to have a, and I know a lot of our insiders struggle with this and I totally get it, but it's like, how much do I plant? Like Mm -hmm. what am I getting from this is so hard. So we're like, okay, we're just going to do what we can. We're going to put some things in the ground and we're going to try to figure out like how I can – sure, you can. I can like Google like how many stems does one zinnia plant give us or whatever, you know, like all of that. But like on your farm, what does that look like? So Mm -hmm. we just did like three crops. I think it was – we say a quarter acre. I mean it it was probably – maybe a little less than that, but we did zinnias, uh, some dahlias and sunflowers. And it was just those three things. That's it. Zinnia's so, dahlias.
0: Uh-huh. Sunflowers. Yes. And nothing no. else. Yeah. That's it. That's mm-hmm. and so were you succession planting at that point? Like had you like were yeah. you succession planting sunflowers and Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I think like when we say succession plan, that means that you like there was an intention behind when the next planting was. But yeah, like we knew we had to plant multiple times, mm-hmm. and I think we were just fitting it in when we could, right? You know, so yeah. using the three to four week thing with the zinnias, and every two weeks I think with the suns, you know, the best that we could. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what it. That was.
0: How about you? What what was what's yours? <laughs> um. So mine was just in the, my the front of my yard where yeah. we now call it the buckwheat patch. I don't know. We've recorded a podcast, but I don't think I've actually shared yes. it on here. I cover <laughs> cropped last year with buckwheat, let the stuff go to seed. <laughs> we used to call it the front field. We're now calling it the buckwheat field because – it basically looks like I'm farming buckwheat. So if you plant that as a cover crop, make sure you terminate it before it goes to seed, which I knew just didn't get to. Anyway, so I just started in there. I had grass paths and I did, I was trying to count this out in my head before we talked. I think I Mm -hmm. had 20, no, I think I had 16. I think I had Mm -hmm. 16 beds that were four by 50. And okay. that felt like a lot, a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. I definitely over planted snapdragons. Sure. Best year ever I've ever had planted <laughs> snapdragons. No cooler. Yes. they all bloomed at once, and I remember being like, "Holy wow. crap!" I still have pictures. I have a picture from it. It's like a little hummingbird. I'm like, "Well, I've got marketing material because I <laughs> sure can't move a thousand snapdragons all at once." Oh, God yes. bless my heart. But yeah, I planted. So much stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I didn't – you're smart. You like started just, small. I scabiosa. scabiosa. Yeah. Sunflowers. Oh. That was the year of the jack and the Beanpole pole sunflowers that were like 15 <laughs> <Yes>. feet. <laughs> yeah. With like oh. two-inch diameter. Stock trunks. On them. <laughs> yeah. Like the rule follower in me was like they said, you know, 18 inches spacing. Well, yeah. that's the biggest sunflower <laughs> you've ever seen. Yeah. I did – uh, Zinnias, losha. Mm-hmm. I did dahlias. I think I did hundred and fifty dahlias, which was mm-hmm. a lot. You yeah, know? like to me, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. trying. I didn't do a lot of any variety. I just did like samplings of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snapdragon. I did all kinds of Adgeratum, uh, Gumfrina. Like I just, yeah. I was planting like cool season stuff during this. Oh, this is f- something funny. <laughs> so I planted bells of Ireland. Oh, okay, this yes. Listen, somebody was messaging me like, how did you get those to Germany? I'm not joking. I planted them like the end of June, early July, and I had them. It was just like, <laughs> no, it was such a fluke. Like, beginner's <laughs> luck, you cannot do that. They are cool oh, season. Yes. Yeah. They were super short, but still, I was like, I don't know. They came up, you know, I just, <laughs> that's what I did. Oh. But yeah, I was just planting on a pretty, yeah. pretty small plot, I was mowing in between yeah. the grass paths mm-hmm. and yes, use landscape fabric. What did life
1: look like? I know, like, we were, we had had our third kid under three years. Mm. So I had, mm-hmm. I literally had three kids in diapers. My God, and That's a job. Intense. Yeah. So I think, like you know, hey, if I can do it, I'm still semi sane.
0: Yeah, barely.
1: And barely, yeah. barely some days. But yeah, you were working your full time job.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was still working my full time job, and it's a lot. Yeah, it was a It was a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I was doing at that point. I had no employees. It was just me. Yeah, and I was working before work. I was running flowers places on my lunch. I was working mm-hmm. after work. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember setting my uh, – I like put lights out in the field and I would have like headlamp on and you know, harvesting stuff mm-hmm. at dark and then going yes. in and making bouquets. And there was somebody – I was working in the barn late and mm-hmm. uh, one night and I remember thinking like, I would live in a safe area. Yeah. And these – Sheriffs came busting in what? my barn. My knees buckled. <laughs> not joking. Like they were looking for somebody. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. They're like, can we look through your barn? And I, I was like, okay, no more late night working because I'm like, (laughs) maybe there is a man in my barn and I don't know about it. But this guy wrecked his vehicle like at the end of our road and took off on foot. So they were like looking for him. I'm like, yeah, my barn (laughs) – everywhere on this farm is perfect for somebody to hide. (gasps) Uh, So at that point, I was like, okay, maybe I should have like somebody else with me or start moving this operation (laughs) into my kitchen.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of late night harvesting. I mean –
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, that
1: was the norm. Yeah. That had to be – I know we we like – we paid some extra money for, like, this long-range baby monitor <laughs> that we would, like, <laughs> sit at the top of because we get everybody to bed. Now, mind yeah. you, Judd has been, like, landscaping, went to work at, like, 2 a- two a.m., worked his landscaping job all day, and then we're up <laughs> doing this. I remember there was a time we were, like, up with our headlamps harvesting, and I think it was, like, zinnias or whatever. We had no gate or nothing, so we had to walk the buckets back. Mm-hmm. To no cooler, to just like a cool ish garage or the house. And we, Daisy, our lab, was a puppy at that time and she was just like run into everything. Well, we had, for whatever, for whatever freaking reason, we had Daisy with us up there and she came running down the hill and I'm carrying my zinnias and she like <laughs> <Close> <laughs> undercut <line>. my legs. <laughs> 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 so, you have to ask Jen about this. It's so funny. I felt flat backwards. The zinnias are, like, everywhere. I'm, like, covered in water. I, like, stared oh, up man. to the stars. <laughs> what am I doing? F this. <laughs> was oh. Contemplating. Sorry, Will. Okay. <laughs> but oh. I was – I mean, it was, like – I was, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, like, what <laughs> – <laughs> what are we doing? But so it's okay to have those moments, you know. Yeah. And it it's like it's gonna suck. Yeah, the beginning is hard. So mm. much second guessing
0: and just I mean yeah. all of it. I mean, oh, I oh yeah, my level of chill was like so low that year yes. because I put just personally put a lot of pressure on myself. And I have mentioned this many times, but having had when I talk about year one. I went to school for horticulture. I have a bachelor's mm-hmm. of science and landscape horticulture. I know how to grow things. Okay. <laughs> and that year, I took that as just like a way to just whip on myself. if yeah. like, we Aww. should know how to do all of it. And so, you know, yeah. I was really I was looking at these things that were like failing or stuff was really short or whatever. Sure. It was like, what am I doing wrong? And and so I I really learned a lot that year to just be a lot mm-hmm. kinder to myself and just yes. like Look at this as a practice year. It was the year that I, towards the end of the season, that I implemented my like morning coffee routine, mm-hmm. right? Where I'll like have my coffee and like I'll go out and work, you know, walk through the field. And that's even been an evolution for mm-hmm. me because at one point I would start, I would have my coffee and I would go out and like feed the animals, like feed the goats, feed the chickens. And I started looking at it. Not as a like recharge, but as like a to do list, like what's on my to do list. So that's whole, that whole thing has just been an evolution. But I think that first year, wow, I am like very not kind to myself about the stuff yeah. that's failing. So yeah. that's been one that, uh, that's been one takeaway that I try to like mm-hmm. go back to. It's just mm-hmm. like just yeah. learning, learning yeah. that whole year. Yeah. Just having like your eyes
1: open to everything and just mm-hmm. being so hard on yourself. Yeah
0: where did you sell like where that year like where mm-hmm. were you moving your product so at the beginning of the
1: season we yeah i don't think we would even joined the farmers market until year 2 so we put up a canopy in our driveway i have some old pictures i think i have, think i've have i shared them on the third on flowers page i'll have to go back and look but yeah those pictures are just so like Hard to look at and sweet, you know. In other ways, it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you know. And the amount of love that we got, yeah. Most of these people either knew us personally or were, were related to us. Who were just like coming out, almost to, like, see what we were doing. <laughs> They're by like, oh, oh, so this is it. You know, we just put up a can. I mean, we were just selling straight bunches. We mm-hmm. nothing was sleeved. You know, we were just rubber banding them, buckets out, you know, some old mm-hmm. signage. And um, we were just like, hey, it was just on social. Yeah, put it out there. I remember Judd, he still has this truck. Him and his dad have like bought the truck back and forth off of each other. But it's like an old like Tacoma and thing is beat. You know, it's it's seen, <laughs> seen some things. But um, <laughs> it, it has definitely seen some things. But Judd like loaded the back of that truck with sunflowers. And I was at work. I remember him sending me the picture being like, look, like, look at all these sunflowers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so I like posted that on social. I'm like, hey guys, I was, it was probably so cheap. I don't even know what, I mean, I don't even know what yeah. we were selling them for, but it was probably ridiculous. And, and I said, hey, you know, come out, we're just harvested all these sunflowers and we're going to have them on Saturday. Like, we're, we're just going to throw it out there because we have, the kids have got one napping. We had some in pack and plays. They're like playing in the backyard. I'm like, hey, we'll, we'll just multitask and, you know, and, and then like, Everybody like went crazy over this picture with Judd With Jed oh, was even in cool. it. It was just this this Tacoma with full of sunflowers. So I am like, okay. And then we had a really great turnout the next day, and we made like I don't know, maybe five hundred bucks. We were like, oh my gosh, you know, because at that point, yeah. yeah, you know, we weren't making that much money. It was like all learning, you know, really at that point. So we did that, and then a little bit later, it was in September. We had our flowers in Earth Fair. We felt comfortable enough with the sunflowers that we could. We offered Earth Fair to have sunflower bunches, which is like a local grocery store. So we did that, and one of the local market people saw them there and was contacted us to be at their artisan market. Um, and we still do that market to this day because Lynn and Dave are like they believed in us from the very beginning. And we first told That's them no. Day. We told them no. Yeah, <laughs> we're like we oh. don't know what we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have in like in two months. You know, yeah. we we have no idea, and then eventually, like a week before the market, we had like sunflowers that were ready to bloom, and we're like, we should reach out. No, should we? No, 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 no. You know, and anyway, eventually, I I text Lynn. I'm like, hey, I don't know if you guys have any extra spots open, but I think we're gonna have some flowers, and we're gonna if you guys. And she's like, yes, absolutely, just come. And we maybe brought, like, we barely brought anything, not knowing what we were going to sell. And we, like, had to go back, like, three times
0: mm-hmm.
1: and get all these sunflowers. So it was, like, and that was really it. Like, th- those were our sales. And mm-hmm. it was such a reaffirming moment. Like, we all have these moments in our first year that, like, that keep us going till next yep. year. And, yep. like, I still have those moments. I'm like, okay, so next year, I'm like, okay, this is why next year needs to happen and be better, you know? So that was kind of like my – those were our sales outlets and that's it, you know? But it gave us what I needed to to keep
0: moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you sell? So we sold um, at a weekday market, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. so slow. My dad would run. I literally would leave my job and I would work set up. My dad would go set up. I would work this farmer's market on my lunch. Okay, go down. I was was always pre-making stuff. My dad would fill in. Um, I'd have other people kind of helping. I had it worked out with my job that like I was on Wednesdays that I could just Mm -hmm. take a longer lunch so I would go work earlier or work later in the day. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so it was just sort of like people getting – to see us. Like we made, mm-hmm. I mean, if I was making like 150 bucks or 200 yeah. bucks, I was like, oh my God. Okay. This yeah. is great. You know? So, but yeah. it kind of got our name out and people were curious about it. I did run a CSA that year of nine people. It was mm-hmm. all my mom's family and friends <laughs> and like a couple. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was. I don't think it was anybody from marketing, but they're also with me for my CSA. But that was a big learning year because I was basically theming and like styling every bouquet, you know, I was like cutting stuff and making, I'm like, this is so, this is so inefficient. And then I remember the very last time that we had the CSA, I just took everything that I had harvested and just put these bouquets together. I was like, oh, these are actually beautiful. These are like way better. And so that's, I was like, this is so much faster. So that, you know, I learned that way of just like kind of just mix, I mixed bouquet. I was not Mm -hmm. doing like an all monochromatic white bouquet with hydrangea. You know, I was like cutting everything that I could possibly get these nine bouquets and I felt so much pressure and so much stress. And uh, what was the other outlets? Oh, we had a very similar experience with a market. We had this clutch MOV here did a Mm -hmm. a market that we had not even enough product. We sold, I think I took like 50 bouquets and I was hoping that that was going to last us from like nine until four. Mm -hmm. And we sold out in like 30 minutes and we had a line And, um, yeah, yeah. I was bawling. I just was, I left, I went and harvested. I'd never harvested so much stuff. People were waiting in line for us to get back. I mean, hundreds of bouquets that day. And that was the thing that was like, okay, like, uh, you know, and (laughs) driving back, I'm like, did people think I was giving these things out for free? People were (laughs) waiting for us. Oh yeah. And, I, it was so humbling and so grateful. Mm-hmm. You know that people were had such a good response. We were something that was different. I mean, we do have yes. a cool job. You know, mm-hmm. like we have a cool. They from the outsider's perspective. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool job too from the it inside is. most days. But yeah, so it was very different. So people were really kind of like latched on to the idea. And then I also did workshops my first mm-hmm. year. So I had already had experience like doing workshops previously, and so I jumped right in with workshops. And so that kind of helped me kind of get more money in the door. But yeah, I was like literally if somebody wanted flowers, I was selling them to anybody. I was making one mm-hmm. single bouquet for yeah. anybody that wanted it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I did not care. Um, yeah. I did sell to some coffee shops and, mm-hmm. you know, random stuff. I was trying to yes. florist. But it mostly was my CSA and I dabbled mm-hmm. in some weddings, but it was just nothing, nothing cohesive, you know, that were kind of yeah. like all over the place. Just so. what, whatever was sticking or what or whatever oh, doors yeah. were
1: opening. You're like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I could probably handle that. So, you yeah. know, they kind of opened for you a little bit, right? I mean, Absolutely. Like, okay. Yeah. We just yeah. did an interview with Michelle Elson of Roots and she's like, hey, I was just walking through opening doors that were already opening for me. And mm. you do like have to guide your, you know, that has to be your guiding light a little bit. And then, cause at the beginning, like we don't know what we want to do or what mm. works for us. Yeah. So there is some trial and error to it. Not that you want to do like one of everything, but I mean, just trying to figure out, like, look at those doors that are naturally opening for you and then mm. walking through them and feeling like, okay, like I'm going to try this out. And you gotta give everything a go, you know, and you gotta figure out what works for you. But everyone thinks that these first years have to be like, or instantly profitable, or, you know, make all this money. And because I mean, even out there, like when I first got started, the Flower Farmer book by Lynn, okay, why can't I remember the last name? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Her book, like there's an intro in it that talks about how flower farming is profitable. You know, you Mm -hmm. can make, let's, 17,000 an acre. Or I forget what the number was, but it felt like really high, you know? Mm So I think 30,000, I think, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: was it? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like 30,000. And you could have one, and the other stat was that like one full time employee can manage an acre. That was another stat that kind of, I was like, okay, so that's like been a ratio in my head where I'm like, okay, how much can one person manage, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's a a full-time gig. So, but you got to think about like, you're still running a full, it's a full-time job, even if you have another hustle, Yes, Uh, you know, if you got another job and this is your Mm -hmm. side hustle, like I always laugh and say like, oh yeah, I was just like, how do you call it a side hustle when you're like (laughs) marketing and growing (laughs) and cutting and like, it's, that's a lot. Yes,
1: so I we're like always super transparent with you guys, you know. So just talking about like what our gross sales were that first year, ours was like nine thousand, mm-hmm. and our investment was like twenty thousand. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and you were, but yours to set that up. You were set. You had bought your house. It wasn't a farm. Like you were creating infrastructure, Mm -hmm. and yes, yeah. So what
1: what that looked like as far as equipment, if we're just talking about that real quick, is we got a tractor that we were personally paying for. And we got a tiller and was there a brush hog? Yeah, I think there was. I think it was a tiller and a brush hog. And then we did try to figure out like what our weed management was going to be. And we bought a plastic mulch layer. So we did lay our first beds with the plastic mulch layer. So like just that alone is like, I don't know, $2,500 or so investment plus like all the materials and stuff. So we did have that. I mean, we had just moved to our new house. So we had sold our other house and had a little extra money to invest mm-hmm. in that. And I, I've always tracked that money. You know, whatever you put in personally, you should be tracking because yep. you can eventually pay yourself back. Yep. So uh that was a really important piece. And that's kind of where, you know, so I was happy to make anything. Honestly, I had I had this number in my mind, this 30000 an acre. And I'm like, okay, if I do a fourth of that, you know, mm-hmm. you know I'm, 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 am I am doing pretty good? You know, so I – try not to compare too much, but I mean, it was low. I mean, I felt like nine, that's low for Mm -hmm. what I felt the amount of work that we were putting into Mm -hmm. it was. What about you?
0: I still have my spreadsheets, which that's how I started tracking. Mm -hmm. I like pulled these babies up. So my investment that I took into, I took money out of my savings account, Mm -hmm. you know, landscape fabric, irrigation, the seeds. I spent a ton of money on like Mm -hmm. basic supplies. Yeah. And we used deer netting early Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. I actually have all of my, so my I put in of like about 7,000 of my own money, total expenses that year. Like if I'm looking at my expense tracking Mm -hmm. right now, I'm flipping through, but like it was like, I think I had spent like around 26 that year. I did, I made 37 that year, which was like, but it was, but I had weddings. Mm -hmm. I had bigger ticket. I was running workshops. So I was hitting some really bigger ticket. It did feel good. You know, I think I like, netted it was like 9 or 10 or something. But that that felt huge for me. That was a piece where I was like, okay, I can take this. And then that's how I bought my cooler. Mm -hmm. Like that was – the next year, it was like, I that was one thing I knew that like I needed to have uh, money for. And so, in everything, I, I'm looking at the spreadsheet, just makes me kind of smile seeing like how I tracked my expenses and like what I bought. I bought a lot of perennials mm-hmm. that year to get going. A lot of those expenses were for workshops. I needed tables, I needed chairs. I remember I dropped like several Mm -hmm. thousand dollars on chairs, like these nice wooden chairs, because Mm -hmm. I wanted to have it like this good, this feel, this farm feel. And I remember thinking like, okay, if I spend $17 on a chair and how many tickets do I have to sell to this workshop to get it? And we did our first, we did a farm to table dinner that year. And so that was like a higher ticket. Yeah. So there was, you know, I had QuickBooks and, Mm -hmm. you know, like that was an investment later on, but yeah, there was Lots of things that, you know, I'm just looking through here of just like marketing. So that was another piece. I did my website early on. I got my Mm -hmm. branding done. I wanted to have all of that set. So I spent a pretty good chunk of money to get my website up and running. I paid for my logo and all of that. So I, I really tried to kind of that mm-hmm. first year have a brand that if I was going to put myself out there. So there was some more expense in there, but I have a, a thing on here for Dollar General and it was my rubber bands. Like that's where I bought my rubber bands. <laughs> They're all multicolored. colored <laughs> like it's so cute. Or, or different sizes my... and thicknesses. Yeah. They were all different sizes, different things. I was like, whatever, man. It's a rubber band. Who cares? I do not care. It's like, so cute.
1: Oh my gosh, I know. I know. Yeah. You're yeah. just doing your best. And you're yeah. like, you're really like honestly operating from your gut. You know, you're just like, okay, sure. I need this. You know, we joke every now and then that, hey, we're operating like one hour ahead <laughs> of where we need to be. So we still feel that.
0: 100%. <laughs> 100%. We still feel
1: that, you know, but yeah. that was so true that first year. I'm like, okay, well, what do I need for this weekend? <laughs> you know, you just yeah. like – Operating one weekend at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for marketing, I'm thinking we did a a ton of socials. So, started the Mm -hmm. social channels. Yep. Got our website up and running. And those are two like super important pieces. I mean, you want to be seen as a business. Even if you're just in the early stages. And I, oh my gosh, when we, one time when we had our canopy up, I was trying, this girl came so sweet. She's still a customer to this day. She was picking out some zinnias. And Judd and I were talking. And Judd's like, well, she's like, oh, which one is the best? And he, we were going through, but we were like criticizing our own flowers in front of her well this one has like a little bite so I don't you know and I'm like
0: <laughs> what are we doing
1: <laughs> they don't care I mean I've had people like yeah. pull like sunflowers I would never sell you know at that market they were like wanting our throwaways you know I'm like oh my yeah. gosh you know so I think we really like Sometimes we're our worst enemy when it comes to marketing. Oh, yeah. And sometimes just put it out there. And Judd still tells me to this day, don't be the one to tell you no. Mm-hmm. You don't be the one to tell you no. Let somebody else tell you that first. So, you know, it's good to try different things, you know, and it's good to put yourself out there. And we harp on this all the time, but connection is is such an important piece of what we do. Yep. And I know if we talk about what are the things that we took from Year one to year two, that is for sure something on my list. 100%. Is yeah. like, I spent time with people. I'm like, wow, they like talking to me. They want to hear my journey, what's going on. And yeah, did we downplay it probably more than we should have? We've been like, oh, yeah, it's just like a little thing. You know, we don't, you know, and I wish I would have. I felt more confident at that point. Mm -hmm. But so it's so easy to do that. But yeah, just like having that confidence in yourself and keep putting itself out there. And the way you market yourself is going to be so important. It's how people are going to connect with you. And that's why they're going to seek you out to buy flowers.
0: Yeah. And I I think I mentioned this during our – I don't know if it was on The Insiders or it was in Mm -hmm. one of the marketing podcasts. But I really – I'm introverted in the way like I don't want to put myself out there from a personal standpoint. So Mm -hmm. I marketed my business at the beginning. From a we, I wanted to feel bigger than what we actually were. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about like we in the standpoint of like, there was no we. It was freaking yeah. me. It wasn't, no- <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me? But it made it feel like more established to me. And mm-hmm. I had consulted with somebody at one point and she said, You're nowhere in your marketing. People want to connect with you. And it was when I started getting out of my comfort zone, putting myself in my social media, telling my story and connecting with people is when my farm really took off and Mm -hmm. so that to me has always been like okay I go back to that and I have been in a social media funk you guys have been listening to this you're like all right do you ever get out of this funk sometimes I do okay (laughs) I've just been in one but I just thought it's It is a lot to constantly be in that connection place without taking the time to refill my own personal cup Mm -hmm. a little bit. And so I'm back to that. I don't think we're ever balanced in business. I don't think we ever are. It's a balancing, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's so seasonal with us. And so it's just being self-aware. But with marketing, they do. You're right. They want to connect with you. They want to hear your story. They want to hear like you're doing this with your kids, Mm -hmm. you know, all in diapers and they relate to that story because people want to support that. And you know, I don't have the the children's story to tell, but it is still, you know, I have a different story. My everybody's story is different and everybody Who's buying from you wants to buy from you because they are. Mm -hmm, Yes. But yeah, just getting I think that first year I did have a newsletter. Mm -hmm. I've said that I'm gonna share it. I should really pull one up and just (laughs) like with like throw it in the inside or something, be like, hey guys, here's what not to do. Read this email. (laughs) It was just like buy my stuff, buy my stuff, you know. Yeah. Just pushing it, no connection piece to it. Yes. It was so sporadic. I think I did some random blog posts here and there and like mm-hmm. I just mostly did it on did it on social. But I also went into Florist and I got told no a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that year it's like places just didn't want my stuff. I gave free product and, you know, I started from a consignment basis basis with uh stores because I'm like they didn't know if they wanted to sell cut flowers. I'm like, let me just put them in there. I'll manage it. They're still mm-hmm. getting money from selling the bouquets. I'll take the risk. Um and I was just trialing it, you know. Yeah. And so I I learned a lot from doing it that Mm -hmm. way, but I I feel like my parents were just like such good marketers for me too. My mom, like every yoga class would talk about it, you know, and just share it with everybody. So, (laughs) but yeah, I know lots of, lots of basic ways to market, but social media was probably like my biggest piece that I used.
1: Yes. And now that I look back at it, I mean, I wish I would have used it more intentionally, you know, when I first started other than like, hey, that's just more than this is where we're going to be or this is, I mean, the education, the education of our customers is such an important piece to what we do. And Mm -hmm. if people feel like they're learning something when they tune into you, they're going to keep coming back. If you ever need like any confirmation that people are loving what you're putting out or connecting with you, it's like, do they bring up your weekly... Newsletter yep. to you, mm-hmm. you know, because I had a couple people. I, it was either this week or a couple week i called weeks ago. I called myself the CWO, which is the Chief Worrying Officer, and I got so many comments from other women. They're like, mm-hmm. "I'm the I'm the CWO in my business too." Yeah. So you know, it's just like little things, and so it's when you first start, you feel very private mm-hmm. about your business and you yeah. don't want anybody to judge it. So it feels hard. You know, you like mm-hmm. we we one time our our first year we had a garden club late. Like, no offense against garden club people, but they're generally in, very curious, but they she wanted to see our field, so we took her up and she was picking weeds. Oh. And I mean, I just remember feeling like, "Oh my god, it's like, can't you just say something nice?" Like, I Guess who knows that there's weeds here more than you, me. Yeah, for sure. Survive, so it felt so hard. And there's going to be those moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, you know that hurt. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it comes out of like a need to help, but it's still hurtful. But so you're going to have those moments, and that's fine. There's going to be so many wins. And oh, I don't want to take credit for this, but we were taught in our episode that we recorded with Michelle, which you guys will hear a little bit later um, in the month, right, lens She's going to be – yeah, she's in May. Yeah. Yes. And then soonish. Yeah,
0: like next week. Next probably. week? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be the following week.
1: Yeah. Well, we were talking to her before and she said something so good and I literally wrote it down.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: we have our own highlight reels in our business. So like maybe one year you get your Snapdragons like perfectly and you're going to think every other year it's going to be exactly like that. And then when it doesn't, we feel so let down and we like forget kind of like the fails sometimes and we think that everything is going to be like that year after year, but we just have to like truly understand that (laughs) there's an ebb and a flow to all of this. And just because you had one good year and one crop doesn't mean that you've got it all figured out and it's going to be gangbusters, you know, the next year and perfect. And does it make farming hard and hard to plan? Yeah, 100%. That is the hard thing that we do.
0: Yeah. But for me, I like wrote it down. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Oh, it spoke to me because I feel like that's exactly where I'm at. You know, I share this when we talked about our failures and I talked about Tulip Gate and my mindset and I'm still managing it. It's mm-hmm. a daily thing for me that it just sort of set the tone mm-hmm. for April where I've been like a little doom and gloomish and, yeah. and that's not my normal nature. Like mm-hmm. I am a silver lining girl. Mm-hmm. I am positive and I am finding it just to get myself to the Mm – to that positive place again and not feel like a little panicky. Uh, It's been more difficult for that. So then that – and I I say this with like year one, this is the same thing. I'm still – managing your mindset is like such yes. a huge piece of this mm-hmm. because it, those failures can weigh on you. But yeah, what she said really spoke to me because it was me like, so. yeah, just because you, you've you nailed it and something was a super high and we had like a killer Mother's Day, it doesn't mean that that's the bar every year you have mm-hmm. to hit. We are farming with Mother Nature this year. She's off her medications. That's yes. it. She's <laughs> off her meds. It's fine. Yeah. She can get back on them at some point. But it's that's the that it's humbling. Like that is what we do, and that's what makes this so damn hard. Um, yes. because your employees change, the seasons, the weather changes, your personal life changes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's like just getting it all to sync up every year. It's different mm-hmm. every year is different. There's like yeah. something to kind of take away from it. So yes, but yeah. I don't know, that year one, sometimes I'm like, man, if I could go back to year one. (laughs) Hot damn, I'd do it. I don't know. I know, I know, I know. And so many of you are in it. And it's uh,
1: honestly, it's been like, it's been such a blessing in a lot of ways to hear you guys like tell us your stories and all that because I'm like, you know, I was so there. And it honestly, it Um, gives me sometimes a point of reflection to be like, okay, yeah, eight years is a long time. You know, I have a a 10-year-old now, you know what I mean? And I started this when he was two. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like, things change and you're going to become better each year. And we all have to start at year one to have, like, the complete and utter gratitude uh, for the journey that we've been on so that we can truly, Mm -hmm. like, Sit in appreciation for how far that we've come, and if you don't have that year one, and then what? Then you just year eight's not going to feel as good. Yeah, it's going to feel good for your customers to see your change. That's mm-hmm. part of it. That's why we say, mm-hmm. hey, share your journey. Well, I don't have anything to share. You do. You do. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, just so important to try and put yourself out there. And so we're gonna keep beating that drum, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I still have the first bouquet, like a first cut, mm-hmm. a v- vase of flowers that I ever cut. It was a picture of my mom was going to meet my sister. I think she was in Cincinnati at the time and Aww. took it over to her and I still have it. It's just uh, my That's mom riding so in the cute. car and it's like I love going back and looking at it. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that little Oklahoma zinnia and some little <laughs> scrappy snap sticking out of there like some tw- I like had raffia around the, <laughs> the bottom. I'm like, this is so cute. So it's cute. Cute. so sweet to go back and it look is. at it, you know. But <laughs> Yeah. So I hope you guys are, yes, took something away from that. I don't know. Do you have like a, did you have like a takeaway from your season? Was there anything that year that you're just like, yeah,
1: I think that I got the affirmation from my customers that I needed to move forward. I think Mm -hmm. that's what I needed. I needed them to be like, interested in what I'm doing and saying like, well, what's next? You know, what are you growing now? And I'm like, okay, I don't have anything else now, but next year Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to do this better and with more like thought and more planning. And I'm going to shock the pants off of you. And then, you know, there's always going to be people who think that it's never going to go. I think people were shocked to see that we didn't make it, that we made it through year one and let alone we're going to do it year two.
0: You know, not that people like want to see you fail or whatever. There's some. There might be some. But listen, let me tell you this. There, there are going to be some people that want you to fail. I had, mm-hmm. I, I had that. I know. That's there cool. probably yeah. still are. There probably still <laughs> are. I'm real direct, folks. So I don't know. But nobody watches you harder than the ones that want you to fail. Yes. So just give them a damn show. Yes. Okay. Give them a show, <laughs> because yes. that's what I walked away with that year. Mm-hmm. I had a. It lit a fire under me. Yes. Not under me. Within me, it lit a fire. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of under me too. Yeah. But that. I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is mm-hmm. like horticulture has been my entire life. This is working. It filled me up in so many different yeah. ways. And that year and it's been an ongoing journey, but it's it's mm-hmm. just being kinder to myself. I yes. I think we said it in episode 1, but it's like we have learned to love ourselves so much more through this business by making mistakes. Yes. It's just humbling, you know, even mm-hmm. just like YouTuber shipping like any mm-hmm. we've just talked about this. It's like mm-hmm learning and managing expectations and education and customer service and all mm-hmm. those things. Like it's hard. It's all yeah. of, it's hard managing employees and keeping your own self and just like knowing you're pure with your intentions and you want to run a mm-hmm. good business and you want to create a good product, but just learning to be more compassionate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um That was, that was definitely has been my takeaway with this business. And so mm-hmm. yeah, hang in there. Yes. It's going to You're going to be like on year three, you're going to be looking back like, damn, I'm a badass. Because you are. Yes, you you are.
1: are. And so many of you have already been growing flowers but are now looking to turn it into a business. Like you're already steps ahead of where I was at least. I had never even – I mean I've grown like flowers but not like – I had, yeah. didn't prove it to myself that I could even grow before I started putting it out there, which what was I doing? Just like delirious enough at the time to think it was okay. Delusional <laughs> confidence. Okay. Yes, yes. So mean, a lot of you are just in the, in the boat where it's like, okay, like I've pra- had a practice here, you know, mm-hmm. and we all have those, you know, and that's good. But I really encourage you to think like, okay, like I'm going to start looking at this as a business. And how can I do that? And I hope our podcast has really like helped you out, you know, with that too. Yeah. So that's what is the nicest thing is when I hear like oh, you guys like to share your successes with us and it's so cute, you know. And I love seeing all the wins and stuff, you know, on the, in the insiders group. A lot of people share their wins and it's really nice to see that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it's good to see see you guys go go out and take some of the things that we're teaching you, hopefully, and take them out and to apply them to your own farms and to your customers. Yeah. So It's the best.
0: It is the best. It is the best. <laughs> we appreciate you guys being here.
1: Yes, we do. If you really do love what you guys are hearing, hit the subscribe button and then you guys will get a little notification on Fridays and hey, there's a new episode of The Dirt on Flowers and that so you can get your earbuds in and listen to us for that day. If you could leave us a review and give us a little bit of feedback, that would be amazing. It really does help us get out there in searches and stuff in your podcast apps so that pe- more people can us in their earbuds and get to learn with all of us so our instagram at dirt on flowers drop us a comment a message tell us what you want to hear more of we really do take into account the things that you guys need with these episodes it is so wonderful and then hey today is the last day to get In the Dirt on Flowers membership for May, we have so many good things planned, an extra with Michelle Elson of Roots, which I know you guys are going to love. So if you haven't gotten into that yet and you've been wanting to, because I've gotten a few messages from you guys saying, oh, dang it, how do I am I missing this each month? It's the Mm -hmm. first through the fifth of each month. So you can go to our website, dirtonflowers.com and go to membership. And that's where you can sign up and join us for this month of efficiency talk. So it's pretty good. I know you guys will love it. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We'll see you guys at the same time, same place next week.